0: It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McPadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now. Here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to yet another edition of the Insider Industry Podcast. And I just screwed that up. We're going to keep moving on. It's the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, with me are my three pals, which we'll get to in just a minute. But real quick, wanted to thank our our product sponsor, Webb. Webb works tirelessly to keep their product lines fresh and trendy. So as we launch into 2020, they're constantly adding new products to their line so you can be sure to find something that hits every price point in every vertical market. They have had such great response with many of the products that they've put out there, the stainless steel straws, eight different uh, colors, two different styles they've also introduced expandable stainless steel straws last or this year, late this year, not 2019, with more than a dozen silicone carabiner color options. They're so excited about the new products coming up this year. They're going to be expanding into lip balm, coaster product families and introducing a few new ones and in July, they just introduced that new line of CBD products, very relevant to the cannabis industry, which we all know is hot. Check out their website for the newest products at webcompany.com. Now, I mentioned to three people who are also with me on this podcast, we have the lovely and talented Jeff Franklin.
1: Yay, you Yay. kept your promise.
0: <laughs> we have the lovely and talented Stephen McFadden. Hello. And we have the awesome Meg Erber. Super awesome. Ooh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we wow. have a great uh, topic uh, today. So I proclaim. We're going to talk about, you know, 2020 is an election year. We will be electing potentially a new president. Um, And we want to talk about today how promo is going to play a role into that election process. Meg, why don't we start with you?
2: Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, I feel like... I'll start off for just kind of personal stuff and how it's been affecting us on the apparel side and how we plan to have it affect us next year. I think that's just a good start. So, well, in general, USA Made products, there's always been a huge, maybe not huge, but there's always been a presence and there's always been a need for it. And especially in politics and I think in election years, especially in the 2016, you know. There was a lot of... There was a big uptake in USA Made products. Um, and if you don't use USA Made, then it's pinned against you, obviously. So it depends on what side you're on. Um, but, for instance, we one of our brands is fully USA Made. Um, I mean, they do have some stuff that's made overseas. but uh, it, it, So it's Bayside. You know, Bayside, it's all USA Made. I have a customer that only uses USA Made. and But we do have these other um, mills that are coming in with a USA Made shirt to kind of fill that void. And I actually reached out to one of them... Um, and I said, listen, what's your guys' plan for next year? And they were just like, it's not even on our radar. And I was shocked. I was like, well, I would really like to start moving some stuff towards you guys. Let's let's see what we can do. Like, maybe just bulk up on some of those tier one colors for election years. I reached out to my buddy down um, who covers the D.C. area, and he said, you know, red and navy, royal blue. They were the big selling colors, obviously. Um, and then for the conventions, next summer, both Republican and Democrats will be using a lot of these colors. So... And, you know, I think May through June is going to be the big ones. But we were actually just saying we hope Bernie lives through the summer because he uses most of that USA made stuff. Um, On the other hand, you have Gildan, which is approved by the military and it's approved. So, um, for instance, we have a lot of these customers who will maybe they don't use the USA made will use Gildan as a replacement just because it's been approved by the military or been approved by the government to be used towards these things. So I'm really looking forward to this year. I think it is going to be a big uptake in promotional products and apparel in the USA May. We just hope that our vendors get on board and can provide, you know, we've talked about this before, is I can sell it, just make sure we have the inventory to back it up. So I think being proactive now and and getting their ear with numbers, like this is what we did last year. You're selling the same product at a lesser cost. Let's bulk up the inventory. If you build it, we will sell it. Um, Does anyone else want to, you know?
0: nope I think back. we covered it great topic today <laughs> thanks Meg thanks Meg
2: I mean we have other stuff to talk about but it's more later on down in the conversation you know so well,
0: Stephen now as the only distributor on this podcast a couple questions I have yeah. for you uh, number one do you have a uh, during election years whether it's local regional or national do you have any candidates that are clients and if so, do you make them pay up front because they're notorious for skipping out on their bills?
3: <laughs> uh, no, we, do, we don't have any candidate clients, but what I will say that we, we have seen, especially in the uh, election years is we do a lot more um, like campaigns or marketing strategies that kind of relate to the election. So for for example, like we do, um, I actually run a, a 5k charity uh, race in December and so during the, like, lead up to the event, we actually put out, like, um, signs, like, like the yard signs next to all of the election signs about the race. But I did it in really, like, funny ways. So, like, with the, we, we put, like, we'll, we'll make Sugly Sweater great again, which is the name of our race. And then we did, um, uh, like, I'm running with her, and then, like, put the Sugly Sweater um, email address, so we did, created fun campaigns around other people's slogans and then put them right next to all of their stakes signs like by the election polls and towns and things like that and so so you can do some really creative fun things during election years because there's a lot more opportunity to kind of I don't wanna say poke fun but but to but to kind of piggyback off of other people's slogans or um their marketing their you know their branding, and of course we do a ton more red, white, and blue just things uh, during the year, I guess it's because it's d- during the election year. Um, for brands that maybe don't have red, white, and blue in their logo, you know, so it, it's been kind of fun to, to play off of election years with, with campaigns more so than actual with uh, a candidate. Awesome.
0: Jeff, what about headwear? Obviously. Our current president, Donald Trump, made big news in 2015 when he was campaigning into 2016 with that ridiculously high hat he wore. Um, Not saying that the message was ridiculous, just he looked silly on his head. Um, Make America Great Again. Did you see a big spike in in headwear sales because of that? Um, Can you attribute anything to that? Yeah, we were sold out of red hats for a
1: long time. Um, And it's not necessarily selling MAGA hats, but we were selling, you know, make this great again, make that great again. Uh, Budweiser actually did a campaign for I don't know if it was a national um, a national convention or what it was, but they did a campaign that said you know make beer great again because obviously they're you know trying to combat all the craft breweries and stuff that are popping up everywhere. So their big deal was you know this make great you know make beer great again hat and I can't tell you how many different people sort of like Stephen was saying spun off of those election campaign. Uh, what would you call it um their slogan you know and, and how many people did their own little play on that and you know it's really cool i'm actually looking forward to it again this year i'm i'm uh, feeling very patriotic this morning
2: do you have red white <laughs> and blue paints i i
1: i might you know I, i'm <laughs> i'm not going to paint that picture for you but I, i'm definitely feeling uh very patriotic today i just want to like say the pledge of allegiance and uh you know and uh just sing
0: I'm some patriotic songs yeah. and <laughs> And just wow. proud to be an American, Well, at least he knows he's free. Got that right.
1: Got that right. Now, but I'm I'm super excited. Like, I mean, anytime there's an election year, like it's really cool just to see all the all the yard signs and the bumper stickers and the buttons and the hats and shirts and just the. If there's one thing that really pops up a lot for promo products, it's it is elect or it, it is elections um, and how much. Uh, you know, those candidates use our products is is pretty amazing to see.
2: Well, so what about, you know, now we're talking about how well, it, how well our industry does during election years. What about this Iowa senator, this Karen lady with the SWAG Act? I think her name is Jodi Ernst. She's definitely yeah,
1: I won't there. repeat what I said earlier. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it looks <laughs> like she's literally just trying to ban all the government spending on SWAG. Do you guys have any say, like any, any ideas about this or any anything to say about
3: it? Well, I I mean, you know, kind of taking. um, there's two approaches to it, Mm -hmm. right? I think selfishly from the, the industry, I I don't want to see any businesses hurt, um, because of, you know, uh, legislation like that. However, I do know, like, there's been things that have happened, um, legislatively that have, that have hurt the promo industry for years. I mean, there's, Pharma things. There's tobacco. There's mm-hmm. you know all sorts of things. And then I do think it it does make you ask the question. You know we, we do you know we do want to make sure that what people are spending um, government money on is appropriate, right? And I think that's that's subjective, and that's why there's votes and things like that. So, but do we do we want the government to be involved in that? I guess that's that's where the opinion is, right? So if someone wants to take a stance on you know government spending shouldn't be for campaign material or or whatever I don't remember the exact thing but I think it was just on specific marketing material I, I don't know like I don't I don't know if that's if that's the right place or not but that's again these are all going to be opinions based on your what you you feel the role of government is and how money should be right, spent right.
2: I think a lot of this, you know, if they want to talk about, okay, well, this is all just ending up in a landfill somewhere. If they're going to take that approach to it versus like, oh, we're just spending money. And I'm like, the amount of money that they spend on promotional products is a drop in the bucket compared to what they're spending on defense, you know, over a billion, billion dollars, you know, just on one. F-35 fighter aircraft you know what I mean so it it really is a drop in the bucket but when you are looking at where these promotional products ends up do we okay then limit to what you're buying necessarily stop buying junk (laughs) you know don't let it end up in a landfill give give away things that are actually going to be used don't just give away stuff to give away stuff I always say don't just buy this shirt because you're this cheap shirt because you're trying to throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks that's not what this is about you know we we take so much time and effort into finding out what our customers needs are at the end of the day what shirt or what hat or what promotional product is going to best fit them so it kind of hurts our souls a little bit just to see that these things end up in landfill so the best we can do is just kind of direct our customers away from that but you know if she's coming in here and just saying oh well you're doing six hundred five thousand dollars on coloring books well blah blah That's blah. all there's no use for that no there is a use for that there is these are definitely you know swaying people or maybe not the coloring books aren't swaying people obviously but they're maybe educating children on you know what the government does in different branches of legislative just on the coloring book so i do think that there is a need for this stuff but a lot of the stuff obviously um we don't want waste uh at the end of the day but back to usa made products we're providing usa made jobs i think we talked about this um before jeff and and you said even though our products aren't necessarily made here, we're still providing the jobs. We're still providing yep. the customer service. We're still providing the salespeople. We have the manufacturing, <clears throat> or not the manufacturing, the order entry. You're still providing USA made jobs. It's, we're not taking anything away from that. Um, I'd, basically, this podcast topic in general was to establish whether the fact of we're going to see an uptake in them. I know we will personally, um, especially on the, the USA made t-shirt side. Stephen with yeah. maybe you guys don't have that client but in 2016 um, did you see an uptake in it I mean I know you said that there were people doing plays on slogans but were they was it a play on uh, USA made products as well or was it really just anything
3: no we really didn't see any made in the USA push um, it, it could just be because of our, our clientele you know we, we do geographic
2: areas you know, yeah DC. I mean we
3: deal with uh, you know hospitals and um, you know, education and, you know, things like education, they're they're not going to have a stance pretty much either way. I mean, they can't because it's a lot of the money is controlled Mm -hmm. um, or through the bid processes or, you know, licensing or or whatever. So they can only get so they can only do so much. Now, I will say we did do a couple um, campaigns that year, um, no pun intended, I guess, but for like military Programs, uh, so that was, so we did we did some like flag shirts and you know things like that. But there was no request for made in the USA or, or anything specifically related to um, the actual election itself. But but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist out there. And, and we have several friends of ours that are distributors where they, they do they I mean they do tons of buttons and tons of stickers and you know a lot of the, But that's more related to the actual election. You know the the actual candidates themselves. Um, we don't really touch. It. We we did some stuff for uh, a regional election. We did. Um, I, I take this. I, so I guess I have to take that back. We did some uh, koozies and some yard signs and some stickers and some bottled water for a candidate for a lo- local election. Um, but you know, again, it's it's not a. <laughs> it'd be hard to base your entire business, I think, around around gotcha. candidates yeah. as your customers. Because it's either either going to win or they won't, and they'll either run again or they won't. They're not like people you can really build into. I think a lot right, of it's going right. to be just cost-driven Reorder. orders. Um, and again, I think we've we've all discussed this. The you know the race to the bottom is not when you want to win. Um, and if that's really what it is, that's that may not be a good good customer. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's a lot there's a lot to consider. And let me ask you this. Would any of you, if, if you got an order for a candidate that you were very opposed to that candidate's stance on whatever issue, that, that we don't have to get that deep into it, right. but if you were just opposed to their what they stand for, would you refuse the order or would you say, you know what, business is business and I can separate the two? Because that's – I think right now we're so polarized as a country. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when we look at at uh, the president. I mean, whether you're for President Trump or against him, I think he's a polarizing force right now for whatever reason. And I'm not going to get into that, but would you would you take the order or would you walk away from it?
2: I would take the order. I think I don't really have a choice regardless. But the fact of the matter is it's really up to the distributor at that point if they want to take the order. Um, like, I'm not a fan of Bernie Sanders, but I, you heard me say earlier, I hope he lives for the summer because he buys a lot of USA-made T-shirts. You know what I mean? Like, I really – I'm not, I'm not going to turn those orders away. Um, that's going to force my customer to put – they're obviously going to have a bad taste in their mouth afterward, and they're going to be like, oh, wow, well, I like them. And you said it. It's very polarized right now. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, well, she's pro-Trump. She must be – Racist, or this or that. So, right. I'm not going to put myself in that position. You want to buy t shirts for me? I'm going to sell them to you. You know? Right. Yeah. I'm not going to even make that line be drawn at all.
0: Jeff, what about you? Yeah.
1: I mean, going back to a whole bunch of episodes ago when we were talking about controversial uh, topics. Yeah. Um, yeah topics uh you know <laughs> I, if i if i've got no problem putting a pot leaf on a on a on a hat i've got no problem putting a republican or a democrats uh information on a, on a cap either it's not a problem it's all green to me but uh ultimately you know if if one wants to spin with me versus the other you know it's it's you know yeah their prerogative i'm, I'm cool with taking
3: the order i've got no problem with that
0: cool mcfadden what about
2: you steven yeah
3: no, I don't I don't think I'd have an issue with it. I, I think I, I I draw I draw lines very differently as far as what I think are are acceptable to deny orders for and or not. Um and I don't I don't really put po- politics as one of those things. I think that's we're we're more of the mor- moral type of thing. We, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and I think that there there is a difference and of course people will relate some you know characteristics of of certain people to different morals, but I I think that's that's being a little too um, mm-hmm. dense when it comes to the the broad topic of politics. Well, uh, yeah. Question for
2: Stephen. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just
1: gonna say now if our if our senator friend uh, from over in Iowa wanted to produce uh, produce some hats with me, I might I might not produce them for her. Yeah.
3: But, you know. Well, she did that I means she changed her mind, and I think you should uh, you should advertise the crap out of it if she. No,
1: because she said she said it's wasteful advertising, so.
3: I Steven. will say that would be an awesome opportunity for discussion to be like, why would you say this and then order a bunch of stuff for me? Yeah, you know? right.
2: Exactly. Now, Stephen, when you yeah. are looking, let's say you have a request for USA Made products. Are, do okay. you have trouble finding the ones that you're looking for? Mm, nope.
3: Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, and, and primarily because we don't get asked a lot. Oh, well, so, okay. Um it, I feel it, like Sage and ESP probably make that pretty easy. They do. They easy. do. And it it is is. as, is. Yeah. as all an all end user, if
2: I'm looking for it and I go on, I'm like USA made promotional products. I mean, there's like 90 pages of people that want to sell it to me. Uh, you know, so it really depends on. Who's I'll, I'll be
3: honest. Paying. I and <clears throat> you there? We're here. Yep. Yeah, we're uh, all okay. <laughs> we're all here listening. <laughs> to say, hey, woo, woo. Um, I would just say in the like 11 years, I I don't think I've had more than. I haven't had more than ten requests for USA made. Oh wow! I mean, I really, I really haven't. I don't. It's it is not a category or a, a, a hot topic for our clientele.
2: And I would say about ten um, percent of my requests per day are for USA made.
1: So, Bill, I've got a question for you because you've got some tenure in the industry and you've worked for some pretty pretty big distributors in your day. Have you ever worked at a company that has done anything for uh,
0: anybody campaigning? Yes. Do you have some stories you'd like to tell or
1: share? He
2: has a story about someone.
0: Um, (laughs) You know the the one thing I I remember when I back in my Halo days, obviously a lot of sales reps who were had a lot of local elections, you know, local candidates that they would um, provide promo for, whether it was yard signs or bumper stickers or t shirts, hats, whatever. Doesn't really matter. The one thing is that I would say sixty to eighty percent of the time they got burned. Um, because, you know, they're, the, the campaigns are run on donations, mm-hmm. right, and they have a campaign fund. And then if candidate A suddenly isn't doing so well and they drop out of the race, man, they don't pay those bills. Um, and so uh, anybody who's ever wanted to work, uh, sell promotional products to a political campaign, my advice has always been get paid up front or don't do it yeah. because it, the, the likelihood is you won't get paid. It's sad, um, but it just it, – it's not a one- or two-time thing that's happened. It happened dozens and dozens of times. Wow, that's – Yeah, that's people would just get burned, shitty. and you think, my gosh, that's terrible. And that is. But they don't care because it's <laughs> not their money. Um, it's, you know, it's the, the committee to elect candidate A is the company name, right? Yeah. It's, not, it's not the person. Then mm. when they're out of money, they're out of money, and they fold. So you've got to get paid up front, you yeah. got to get paid up front.
1: I see that. Good advice.
2: Well, you know, as far as the USA made stuff, you know, I, especially we'd be missed to not talk about our wonderful sponsor web collection. I did go to their page. They actually have 73 different items that are made here in the USA from, you know, personal products, personal care products to coffee pods. And I guess that's something good that you would want if it's going to be put on your skin or in your body, you'd rather be made here in the U S of A. So I did want to give them a quick shout out on their USA made products. Um, but you know, Jeff, you guys don't have any, correct? And it's okay. I just wanted to just confirm that.
1: No, we don't. I mean, there's only, I think, two companies in the entire United States that manufacture caps here in the U.S.
2: Okay. Um, Bayside probably being one of them.
1: Bayside and I believe Unionware is the other. There might be one or two others out there that I'm unaware of, but those are the two big ones. I know. And yeah. I mean, the turn times and the cost to do so are just, it's completely cost prohibitive. I mean, you could put Crazy. a 200% tax ta- or 200% tariff on us and we're still going to be cheaper than the manufacturing here in the U S it's just not, and the skilled labor is just not there anymore either. Like it, it takes a lot of skill to be able to make a hat with it your does. hands. Like it's a handmade product. Yeah. Uh, so we had yeah. a
2: request for um, polyester polos USA made and it's like, nobody wants to touch it. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to touch it. Yeah, we have actually nine different brands and about 150 products that are USA made. So definitely have that. You have your you have your pick. You know, just not just a hat or a T-shirt. You have a little bit of everything, but you know, mostly comes from one supplier. But we do have nine different vendors, mills, brands. I
3: have about (laughs) twenty (laughs) thousand. Because I can pull from everybody. Yeah, you can. (laughs) <laughs> wow,
0: well. so I think I think we've covered this i you know I think it's a yeah. good topic um it certainly killed one of the podcasts, so that's good um, <laughs> so I mean you know you would sometimes you, you, these are hard to ha- conversations to have because really uh, here's are. here's the thing it's so a- and divisive. i say this yeah, I say this in in all honesty this is this is a tough to- uh, topic to tackle because uh, like i said and I think we all agree with this. We're so polarized as a nation right now, and I'm I'm sitting here choosing my words very carefully, which I'm very rarely do. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing it because we don't know. I don't want to take it in the shorts over Christmas week when this drops. I don't want to take it in the shorts because, hey man, you like you like like that person. I "I don't even say the name of the person. Yeah, so we're gonna end the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it, everybody. But you know (laughs) what? Tell you what, you will enjoy. That's some web. That would be some high-quality web. That's right. They uh, work tirelessly to keep those product lines fresh and trendy, and they do a hell of a damn good job. Uh, Meg mentioned it earlier. They're really excited about what 2020 has to offer. So go ahead and to visit webcompany.com. Browse around. Look at all those great new products that you can show your clients every day. And with that, I'll thank you guys for uh, podcasting with me once again.
1: Vote so for Pedro. Take
0: care.